Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into a special edition of the Get Around. My name is Jake Adnip. An emergency edition. Yeah. And my name is Jake Adnip. In the studio with me, Andrew Rosenthal, James Cook, and 7-4's Harrison Beebe. We're here on a Thursday night, obviously. A lot has transpired in the last 48 hours. So far. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> we know it's not yeah, done. Yeah, stuff is going to change from once this podcast drops. But literally, by the time I get done editing it, I yeah. would not be surprised if there's, like, some new crazy developments that make this even old news. Straight up. But New stuff has come to light, man. The coronavirus has basically shut down the sports world, and we're all kind of sitting here reeling and trying to figure out exactly what's going to happen over the next weeks, what we're gonna days, do for months. Jobs. Exactly. So uh figured we'll come and do what we do best, podcast for you guys, and kind of give you our thoughts. Uh, obviously, there's not going to be... And plead for you to send us money. Yeah. <laughs> We start we a GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah, we should just start a GoFundMe for unemployed <laughs> support sports. the record. You go in seven to four sports departments. <laughs> unemployed sports. Unemployed sports writers. Depending on whatever goes on, we don't know. There's no end in sight, or for the foreseeable future at least. But I mean, we could go down the list, guys, and run through all of the things that have already happened. But just like short order in the last 48 hours, NBA suspends its season indefinitely. Basically, said it's at least like 30 days. NCAA basketball for men's and women's have completely canceled their March Madness tournaments, so there will not be and the spring tournaments, yeah, and spring and sports, all spring sports, including their postseason no tournaments. No baseball, no softball, no track and field, no indoor track and field that was supposed to take place this weekend in New Mexico. So for those of you going to that, sorry. That, so uh, yeah, right. <laughs> NHL has suspended all games starting. I think it's actually today. Mm-hmm. Um, Red Wings were supposed to play Thursday night. Yep. So NHL suspends ML- all activity. MLB season's being postponed at least two weeks. Yeah, at the very minimum. At the very minimum. Mm-hmm. MHSAA, this is a big one for us, obviously. The uh, Michigan High School Athletic Association has filed suit with a couple of other states around the country, but have completely postponed all athletic events um, until further notice. For the winter. For the winter. Uh, they haven't actually said anything about the spring so far. They haven't come out with anything there. But, I mean, we're dead heat in the middle of basketball playoffs, gentlemen. This is a big wrench in the cog of the sports wheel. And I don't think even 72 hours ago, any four of us thought that this was going to be the dominoes well, that fell that quick. I and, Until I saw the NBA suspend their season, I didn't realistically think there's been talk for weeks of playing games with empty arenas. So, But that, even if that happened, you're like, oh, it's something we can, we, we as fans, we can it's get awkward, by. awkward, but we can do it. And once the NBA pulled the plug on their season, I, at that point I was like, anything's possible. I, nothing would surprise me. If they're going to stop games altogether and stop the money-making machine that is pro sports, March Madness following suit, and now here the high school level is doing the exact same thing. I really think what changed this all, at least from the sports perspective, is when Rudy Gobert got the virus and transmitted it to one of his teammates in the locker room. That's when health officials were like, okay, sports is really as much of an intimate atmosphere as we think it is. This could get really bad really quick. I mean, sports are the most regular, largest gatherings that you have of people. Like, I completely understand where they're coming from. Sports and concerts. Yeah. yeah. And, and especially in close close quarters. I mean, think about all the Michigan fans sitting in a big house with 100,000 other people. You know that no matter what happens, you're brushing up on someone. You're you're sitting right next to somebody else and getting their fat rolls over into your, your seat or whatever. But, like... Is that I, a slight at Walmart, Wolverines? Had to get it in somewhere. <laughs> I want to say this before we get too deep into this. I do think, of course, I'm no health expert or anything. I do still think that we are being a bit too preemptive, a little bit overreactive on some of these things um, with canceling spring sports for NCAA or even talking about, you know, pushing well into June, July, August. Even canceling the NCAA tournament 
I feel like might have been pushing it a little bit. But, I mean, I don't think any of us obviously understand what is going on here, like how this is going to spread, how this can work. But, I mean, do you guys think that this is too much in at least some of these cases? I feel like it's better safe than sorry. And you've seen a lot of people with a lot of pushback, you know, saying, oh, they shouldn't have canceled these games, and oh, it's ruining these kids' senior years and, and all that stuff. But, I mean, how much more would it ruin their year if uh, suddenly grandma's not there? Yeah. I mean, or something. And I see a lot of polarization on this. It's like there's no middle ground. Or you either love it or you hate it. Yeah. It's it's you're like a, a it's like a fan of what all these leagues yeah. are doing and the MHSA for the local level, or or you despise it and yeah. can't stand why they would make that decision. It's like our stupid political climate now. Yeah, you're either one, one far end or one other. There's like barely anything in the middle. I had this argument with Harrison and even you as early as this morning, last night. I think at least for the MHSA, I didn't think that they were going to straight up cancel all of their events. Or at least postpone I, them indefinitely. I didn't think so either. Uh, no. There's a lot of other things that go into it, but even just a- as you mentioned, the big thing for me was that when it comes to the NCAA tournament or NBA games or anything like that, the the geographical pull is the big thing. Like when we were talking about these Big Ten, Big East tournaments, I mean the Big Ten is a 2,000 mile radius and you know a big circle of where the schools come from. You can have somebody coming from Nebraska and somebody coming from New Jersey and then somebody coming from Minnesota all the one spot on the same day, but. When we're dealing with these high school kids, it's like a couple miles down the road. I mean, even like if Leland, even if it is hours. even if it is fifty miles down the road, right? If well, Leland, we, like Leland, or St. Mary was going to happen Friday. Now, with those schools, two schools are eight minutes apart. It's the exact same communities, but I just say yeah, like Friday, Calumet was going to be in Detroit playing hockey. Yeah, that's a big difference. <laughs> yeah, but I just thought that doing like a central personnel coaches players. I mean, I didn't even know the not even letting parents go or whatever, even just having the media there and just literally playing the games almost like it was like you guys did a scheduled scrimmage in a gym in the in the preseason or whatever. I thought that they might go that route to start off with because the scale is smaller for high school sports because you're not getting so many people from so many different places coming in, and it's like not as high of a risk if you ask me. But oh, it's at this point, no. I don't think anybody's willing to take any risk. I think push yeah. came to shove, and they saw the domino effect, as I said, once the NBA pulled their trigger. That motivated the college conference tournaments to pull their triggers at first restrict fans and then to pull them completely, in some cases, mid-game. Man, Big East looks stupid for doing that. And I think MHSA saw no other choice. I, I told, we, we fought over text all day, the three of us, and I agreed with all of your guys' points. I just felt at this point, with the way they're treating sports on a global scale, why well, why not- risk why risk what could be harmful for you know, we love high school sports. We cover them every day, we cover them every year, and we love seeing you guys compete. But at the end of the day, is it really worth it to make sure to risk everybody's health to make sure we crown state champions in basketball and hockey? In the next two weeks, I think for the kids it's meaningful. Yeah, and I say damn right it is. But you added but the caveat at the end. You added the caveat at the end that changes it. In the next two weeks, no. But if all these postseason tournaments, all this stuff is straight up cut like off at the legs right here, oh man, talk about just just but they, dastardly but, results. But they've already done it at the collegiate level. The biggest event, okay, Super Bowls. The right, biggest the, 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 they didn't enter the postseason in the collegiate level. At the very least, they they got lucky enough that they didn't do selection Sunday. The, the women's tournament was just about to start. Like, they technically haven't actually gotten into it, so they cut it off before anything started. I mean, dude, there's some teams like the hockey who are in semifinals right now. They had literally to play today, I and do. then they would have played on Saturday. I get your argument. They were in com- college. Uh, I mean, conference tournaments though. 
But I get Jake's that's argument that's in that they were, they were well into the final tournament to determine a champion. Girls a week away, hockey two games away. I get that argument, and I understand. And, yeah, 99.9% of the chance we're playing those games, everything is going to be fine. But with a global pandemic and a panic that this is starting to cause, it, it, you start to ask yourself, guys, I don't know what the next month, two months of my life is going to look like. Sports re- controls my life just like it does yours. I listen to sports podcasts all the time. I watch ESPN every day. Go to ESPN.com. What the heck am I going to do with the next two months? It suddenly became aware that the foundation of all our lives, locally or nationally, just became second, uh, not important. Well, for all second, those second degree of importance to, to what's the real issue here. Yeah, well, for all those wondering, the Record Eagle will have continued coverage. Yeah, we're still working here. All the things that you want <laughs> locally with your recruit stories and your all-region teams and your columns and your podcasts. We'll no, still but be just here. in general, like <laughs> people watch March Madness. People are excited for baseball. Some random people are probably watching the XFL still. God bless them. NASCAR and golf fans, they're ecstatic because as of now, they're, they're – Sports are still it's not going gonna on. Be for long. Probably not. Um, NASCAR, golf, golf, I think, can get away with it. I think NASCAR really might be to. the only one that could actually get away with it. Like, they literally, their athletes are just locked away. in a car. Yeah, like, not even, like, the crew members have physical contact with each I, other. I totally agree with the logic you and, and arguments. And they're wearing protective suits. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> already wearing protective suits. Yeah. No, you guys, you guys hit it on the head, small scale. This is definitely an overreaction, but at, at this point, you'd rather be safe than sorry. And I think that's just, they realize everybody else... That's a real money maker in the sports world was backing off, so they said, "You I know what? Let's let's just side with caution and take the bl- blunt of the criticism, as opposed to rolling the dice and hoping nothing serious happens down the line." I mean, I still had this thought was like the reason why, and I know that you said the NBA was the domino effect, but the reason why the NBA was had the ability to make that decision is because they control their own revenue stream, they control their own game schedules, they have their own TV contracts. They can dominate that type of stuff. When it came down to the NCAA even, the reason why I believe they had to cancel the tournament instead of postpone it is because it literally, like, in the time frame that they would have, is next to impossible for them to schedule literally 200-plus basketball games on neutral site courts again, say, a month and Definitely. a half from now. Oh, organizationally? The- College and high school have it way more difficult than the NBA. And, and the NBA is going to finish their season. We're going to get an end to the 2020 season somehow. We're absolutely. not going to get an end to the college and high school seasons, but here's why the NBA triggered it. It's not because of a scheduling and, a, oh, we're fine. It was on. It was completely to do with the players and their health. They, had, they were already seriously talking about banning the fans just like every other level yeah. did. But once a player got affected, they realized, oh, crap, this can affect on the court even if we don't have fans there. And at that point, like, it's completely out of our hands. I think people don't realize as far as planning ahead and, and scheduling sites, there's bids being taken place for 2026, 2027 in the NCAA for tournament host yeah. sites. They're pla- they, yeah, you, Atlanta's you taken a huge hit not getting to host the Final Four. Because they've probably been planning this for the last four or five mm-hmm. years. Well, the Frozen Four is supposed to be in Detroit. Cancel that. That's yep. there a lot, though. Yeah, but it's still, I saw a notice notice that says that hurts the city of Detroit as far as financial backing a lot. You bring that up. Let's talk about that a little bit. And I don't want to, like, keep on pressing into it, but I want to talk about maybe some of the trickle-down effects that we can see happening in sports from this going on right now. Like, this D-Day of the last 48 hours is obviously... This goes right up there with 9-11. This is is a ripple effect. In my lifetime. James is a little older than me. You guys are a little younger than me, but... 9-11 is the only time I can think of the world just kind of being at a standstill. 
But the scarier part is 9-11 was a day. This feels like we don't know when we're going to get a firm conclusion to it. Wash your hands. If you're sick or if you know somebody, don't come into contact with them. Like, there's people who are literally, like, won't even do that. There's people who are, like, sick and, like, going to the beach and, like, con- like Fred Hoiberg still coaching even though he's sick. Regard- exactly. Like, they Thankfully tell he you- doesn't have the virus, but he's sitting there on the sidelines sweating and profusely sick, and the team did not think that he should not coach in the tournament. But that's what I'm saying. Is they tell, like, like, everybody can tell you so many times exactly how to prevent this, but then when it gets to this point, it's like, well, what else are we going to do? Y'all ain't going to listen to what we actually have to say, so now we have to take these type of measures. Well, and our society is not used to dealing with health issues at this scale. We've had, uh, you know, SARS. What about swine flu? Like, yeah, swine exactly. flu is huge. We've had health issues, but we've never had them control society as much as this is right now. There's yeah, that was something that had a, uh, there was a vaccine for that as well. I mean, it was yeah. really contagious, and a lot of people got it, and... Thousands of people died from it and everything, but because it was fast acting and stuff. But there was a Ebola. I mean, there's been countless that. health scares, but none of them got even close yeah. to but what this I, one's at. I think con- people are constantly asking why is sports now becoming to the mix of this, and why is COVID nineteen the first victim of it being sports? And well, and it's interesting that sports is the is the the driving force in the reaction to this. Yeah. Until the NBA and all these other sports started reacting to it. No one, no really one was really doing, doing anything. anything seriously. The government wasn't doing a whole lot. Most people weren't doing much other than, you know, some politicians here and there were saying, wash your hands and stuff, and people were kind of not listening because once again, no, nobody was taking it serious. Um, I did see a really good Facebook post about this saying that, uh, uh, you know, that people nowadays have had not had a, a time of shared sacrifice since, like, World War II when there was rationing of food. And, and stuff, and that you know, and that people will l- hopefully learn from this and have that kind of appreciation that maybe people who lived through that did. And guess what? They canceled sports for World War Two. That's the only other time. Pro athletes went and fought in the war. That's the only other time that stuff like this has happened is in like wartime. It, the internet has perpetuated so much, and the flow of misinformation that has happened over the last five years on the internet, and the acceptance of misinformation on the internet has played a big role in what what has happened in this particular virus's case. Just on Twitter, on I mean, just alone, like, while I will sit there and laugh at this stuff, like, it is obviously not taken seriously in even the slightest sense. And the internet and the internet quote-unquote trolls or meme makers or whatever literally just perpetuate that to the fact that it is just like you we, we were like you said nobody took it seriously until like people actually shut down events where eighty thousand people a day were trying to go to there was that switch that had to be flipped because nobody takes it seriously until their lives are directly affected everybody mm-hmm. went around and was you know oh like it's nothing you can kind of just like yeah. oh it's over there yeah type it's of thing there and then when it gets yeah, shoved in your face until two days ago there weren't any cases in michigan so we're fine and then a couple of days ago it's yeah it's shoved in your face and now you i can't help now you gotta notice, deal yeah. with it now you gotta react tuesday night gov- the governor comes out and announces the two cases and it, it obviously has nothing to do with the national sports scene but sure enough it shows up in michigan and immediately after it becomes a problem we're literally less than 48 hours from when michigan announced that there was two cases in the state there's only been one more case that has opened up since then, but all sports throughout Officially. the state are completely... But like Rudy Gobert had it, played at Little Caesars <coughs> Arena last Saturday, so now everybody's just kind of on edge because uh, this is such a contagious mm-hmm. disease to get. You, 
I mean, you got to do every little thing, but you don't really know. I mean, how many of you guys in the past 48 hours or even before then just kind of took little symptoms? You had like a sniffle or something and thought, I, I don't, there's not any chance I no, have this, is there? No, not me. No, I've well, said not it to myself, you, not you, a chance. You, Jake Adnip, would never allow yourself to be never. defeated by anything, which is your ever. greatest asset and your biggest, biggest weakness. Flaw. It's great. <laughs> ever, ever. I, I want to talk a little bit more. We didn't actually really get too far into it, but the ripple effects, at least in high school sports. All right, so say that the tournaments are postponed. They are. No, I'm saying like, <laughs> but no, but no, I mean, by postponed, I mean like they will resume again. Like they will be Okay, playing. well, let's start so with that. So what are the, the odds? Season, but what later? are the odds? These are getting picked back up. <sighs> Man. 0.1. No, it's higher than that. But it's less than ten percent. Yeah, I mean, I, I I really respect the MHSA for doing it the way they did and not just like straight canceling everything right away. Oh no, I that's what I recommend. I, I, they, 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 they've even said what well, they they have like three they, dates they, they scheduled look, to like re-update I, everybody on their moves. I think it's totally possible to do. We were debating this this afternoon as well. I think it's totally possible to do it. You just have to get everybody on board, which means delaying spring sports and pushing those into the summer, and that's where you disrupt people's everyday lives of. Oh, man, I've got to eat into my summer with that's spring not, sports. That's not the case, though, is that the MHSA does not have that power. They well, cannot. They can, they can make that, and then the schools no, decide they, for themselves Regardless if they of the fact, it. even even if. I don't even think schools have that power. With the, if, unless power to school, what? To keep kids as part of at school or activities after a certain day in the summertime. Yeah, no, that's completely up to the kids. That's what I mean. Like, it's my point being. It's like, yeah. obviously, it's not the like, MHSA oh, you have to be here, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, they have the that's my day. point. They could just say we're our baseball playoffs are starting July first. You don't want to play, then you don't play. You yeah. play with who you got. It sucks. Yes. But no. But my my point is, do schools technically even have jurisdiction over no. their kids during that time? No, that's a completely like, up to the kids. For for like, like caps and stuff, just like sports are now. Yeah. There, there's no, you're not tied to anything, especially at that point, yeah. but that is the only realistic option to get these winter sports in is you let this go by for a month or so, finish the winter sports, do the spring sports, go them late. People aren't going to want to do that. That's an absolute last priority, but at this point, it's become bigger than, oh, I want my summer week. So at that point, you have, oh, to, yeah. pick and you have to pick and choose. MHSA has got to have the brass to make that decision and then see how many people are willing to go with it if they want to have these tournaments played. If they're played, it's still going to be a while. Why you said at least I mean, a month? I I say maybe two weeks. I think school. Uh, we haven't even jumped into the idea of schools talking about closing, and the rumors are they're going to close for a month to make sure they're properly cleaned and the kids are properly checked up on. Look at co college campuses. Just like colleges, they can go to online classes. Yeah, but it's easier for college kids. No, it's easier to, than high school. It is. It is for, for a lot of schools though. Like, the kids already get like. A tablet or something so it can there, be done. there's they, it's gonna be a lot more it can be done yeah they're gonna have to really switch gears yeah if, if they want to do it done. so just like doing this winter sports tournament it can be done you're gonna have to inconvenience a ton of people and jake you're 100 right they don't have to play sports past june at all my, my point being is that like the mhsaa itself is not even technically like a governing body they're just an association that schools pay or they they are members of like mm -hmm. they, it, it's basically like the school's I feel like the schools and the school districts themselves are going to have a lot more to deal with than worrying about what the MHSA is going to do. Like well, they're not worrying. Yeah, it's an extracurricular activity. It's yeah. after school. If it doesn't happen, it's it doesn't happen. That's exactly why it's on pause right now because it's not essential yeah. right now. But if you want to win a state championship, you're going to have to play by the MHSA's rules. Yeah, they're going to have Let's to set it up, and yeah. you're going to have to follow it, or you don't, and you don't play. That's up to the kids. Yeah, but I that's mean, the option in front of him. I was talking to Adam Stefanski from Boyne City, the athletic director there, and he was he was saying that he's worried about the spring season and being able to do it, and if 
they're going to have to, you know, condense the spring season the good news to is play the playoffs at the same time. We're kind of used to that. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. Right, the spring sports season, even though our weather's been awesome, is actually going to go on like normal. Yeah. <laughs> he was, but he was talking about, you know, that there's the possibility of maybe like you only play your league games and that's it and then go into the playoffs. There's no 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 non-conference. They guarantee they get a playoff. I bet they'd take it. I but I can tell you this much: no matter what happens, obviously the creativity for trying to like make this all happen one way or the other is going to be off the charts. Like I mean, just just outside of play the games anywhere. Well, no, but I'm not even saying that. I'm just talking like imagine. Ready? What happens when the NBA season say they take six weeks off? Right. That means that the NBA season wouldn't finish until almost August 1st. Mm-hmm. Which Mark Cuban has said publicly. The, the new NBA season starts, what, October 10th? They would move that. So what type of ripple, what, is it that this NBA season gets shifted back two months now? Like, they, they're going to have to take the sacrifice of having a short off season at some point yeah. or cutting a, a season in half. You know, like, well, they go, oh, we only play 50 games this year. I mean, it's the same, it's the same argument, though. If a kid plays baseball late into the summer then, yeah, he's going to have to remember, oh, yeah, I start football it's in It's different August. for professional athletes. It's different for the NBA. You could ask any professional athlete, anyone, and you've seen it. The offseason is just as important as the onseason. I believe it. And just in general, they need more than eight weeks to recover from a nine-month-long season. I mean, yes and no, a lot of them play sports over the summer anyways. That's, see, that's starting to be a trend that's going out of the way. U.S. Olympic teams and all these guys aren't playing because they're trying to save themselves. Like They're not trying to do that. They need the time off to have their bodies recoup. I'm just saying, this makes more of an issue, not even just now, but later. Yeah, things will be affected in, yeah. in the next year, for sure. Yeah, it'll be kind of a slinky effect, kind of. Yeah. Maybe that's what happens. Maybe we start football the day we start classes, and we start games late September, and we play eight season, seven season football games. I don't know, but if they really want to get these basketball tournaments and hockey finals in now, they gotta <coughs> find a sacrifice somewhere. Yeah, and they're and they're gonna have to I just they're gonna have to change things in all. And if they want to get spring sports in, they're gonna have to change. You're gonna have to change the pitch count because you're gonna have to condense and play. Boatloads of games yeah. in a week. But guess what? To get anything the, in. The MHSA is just like us. They're throwing around all these hypotheticals, and they're sitting there going, this this can't work. And I think that's what we're all coming to the conclusion to. Realistically, this that's why we say under 10%. This is probably mm-hmm. not going to work. So they're just going to shrug their shoulders, accept it. It's sad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's that's terrible. Why it's terrible. You know what I'm saying? For the NCAA, it at least makes sense that they just go, you know what? We're going to wipe our calendars until July 1st and then not, not anything back up or anything like that. But like, and who knows, the MHSA might do that, too. Because how many athletes are there around the world just thinking, God, that was the last time I'm ever going to step on the court. That was my senior night. That was we, we, we won our last game of the season, but and we thought that was going to be it, but it's not. Normally, if you win your last game of the season, you're the state champs. Yeah. Right? There's, oh, my now, God. Now a lot of people got to win their last game, can, maybe. I would say, can you guys imagine the coach speak quotes we're going to have next year? I think teams feel like they're, they're back in the BCS days for college football. They're the third seed that didn't get included in the championship game, and they're like, uh, why not us? We have a right to challenge for this. <laughs> yeah, no, I, as Andrew mentioned, I mean, one thing I, I feel terrible about is just, like, so many kids, seniors, whatever, even there's professional athletes, I'm sure. Vince Carter. NHL. They made a big deal about Vince Carter exactly. getting a shot. And is that the end of Vince Carter's NBA career? There's a lot that a lot of questions. One thing, I want to bring this up before I forget about it. Now, I get that, obviously, testing is too expensive, and they can't do it on all these kids or everything. But, you know, there's the, the, there's the definite warning signs of this. I mean, like, South Korea, they're doing other temperature testing or whatever. Why couldn't you implement, like, pregame tests of the people who are there? 
I mean, most of these basketball teams have nine people on them, right? You give everybody a, a temperature test when they get off the bus. Everybody's good to go, bad to go. Something goes bad, somebody's not good, you can't play. You got to get out of here. There's already no essential personnel there. It's just going to be the teams anyways. I'm just being devil's advocate as a way well, that we Well, we've already discussed how sometimes people don't show symptoms for 7 to 10 well, days. Well, no, but I, yeah. I understand that. But at this point, we'll have that intubation period of 14 days of games being postponed or whatever. But instead of completely canceling or doing whatever, when you ease back into it, Bring your temperature guns. Make sure everybody's nice oh, and I think good. Before we do anything, yeah, at least the athletes are going to be tested. That's what I'm talking about. I'm, talking, yeah, I'm not talking about people coming in. I'm saying leave the fans and spectators at home and everything. Just test the people on the basketball teams. Test the coaches. Test the referees. Test the Y'all media. are good to go. Yeah, seriously. We get a test. free test. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Test us and, like, boom, you're good to go. Let's go. I'm not saying that you give everybody a coronavirus test. They're too expensive. They, like, literally cost, like, $3,000 no, a piece. I think if they're ever going to play these games, they, those kids are going to be tested before they play them. Yeah. And that. They have to. I think that that's the message that they should be looking at when this kind of starts to blow over. There's some places that are going way far in advance, overreacting a little bit in my my eyes. But the one thing that I can't stand the talk of is the July 24th start date of the Olympics. And now they're already, like, worried about this. I don't know how far this spreads like we talked, but, like, man, we got to give this some time. They're freaking out about the Olympics because it's in Asia, which is where China's were a big source of this virus spread. So at the very least, they want to get it the heck out of that location. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, it being that far in advance. Well, it's also the idea not. that it's once every four years and people work their whole lives for this one window. My, my, I'm just saying they better not, like, just come out, like, in the next 48 hours and be like, yeah, Olympics, we're just postponing them to December. Yeah. Like, give this, well, give this, like, this three, four-week intubation period, and then we will, like, make more decisions. And Andrew and I were kind of talking about this before. We were like, how long has it been since the AP, the Associated Press, has been doing stories saying, are the Olympics going to happen or not? It's been, like, about a, I don't know, month? Yeah, at least. About a month? No, they've been talking about that. They've been about that. They've been talking about that before any of us started taking any of this seriously. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about whether they, whether they would do the Olympics or not. Slowly talking about March Madness, but we were all like, "Haha, that'll never happen. That's too much of a, a priority in America." And then every, and then they started slowly talking about the NBA, and then all of it just happened like that in just one day. That is yeah, it went every, from people being upset about not being allowed to go to games to games just being completely wiped <laughs> in one day. Yeah, and apparently it's all of our fault. It's the media fault. It's our fault that <laughs> yeah. we're making this podcast for you to digest and listen to but not really we're just trying to tell you guys what is going on trying to give you some content yeah you might not have a lot right i i have uh i, I have think a, a lot of people like like us are just looking for answers for this and even we don't even know what's going on or what the, what our answers are we're this is this was just our thoughts on the matter yeah i mean i have a list sitting here in front of me it's 10 pages long double-sided well five pages but 10 five pages double-sided but 10 pages long enough that if we put it in the newspaper and ran it on our regular print size, it would be two full pages with no <laughs> pictures, no headlines, or anything of cancellations, postponements, and stuff throughout the world. I mean, this reaches from... Maybe we could s- run that just for effect. Yeah. Like, we... But this, this... I mean, this reaches everywhere. From every reach of the globe, every corner, uh, every sport. I mean, from badminton and bowling to hockey and basketball and cricket and canoeing. They're all on this list. Everybody is being affected by this. What about online gaming? You still do esports? Bingo, bango, bongo. We found, we found we the found uh, our <laughs> new spring high school sport. ESPN's uh, going to be covering the hell out of that for the next couple of months. Madden, Madden challenge. The two K league. Yeah, that is actually like starting up like very soon. But one thing, the, the, I'll, I'll end us on this note. One thing 
that I think we should all realize from this, especially, I mean, obviously us, but hopefully our listeners and the people around us understand that sports is so much bigger than anybody likes to think. Like you said, nobody took this seriously until these sports leagues said this is an issue. Nobody took this stuff seriously until what they are passionate about was taken away from them. Just like us, I, I am, I'll, I'll admit it to every. I am one of those people who have not taken this seriously enough. Even as much as 18 hours ago, I looked at both you guys across the table. I made a bet with Andrew that the MHSA wasn't going to cancel everything. I thought they would just cut fans. Fitting because I was just in Vegas. But, <laughs> but still, like, I, made, I made a bet. Like I'm in the same boat I that I haven't taken it as seriously. Night, before Rudy Gobert was positive, they weren't, they weren't going to. We would have regional champions tonight if the NBA didn't discover a case of the virus. That, was, that was the ripple effect of that, good or bad. I think for the health of America and the world, good. For the unfortunate state of affairs that we won't get, probably won't get to see the finish of these winter sports seasons. Terrible. Yeah. That's that's the world we live in. And, yeah, we love sports. Life is bigger than sports. Yeah. But, no, but this is what I'm trying to say, that sports are a fabric of life. Yeah. This They're is my point, hand. is that this is this is so much bigger. Now you realize what is taken away. as an escape, and now we can't. Yeah, like, you, yeah. you I don't think anybody's going to realize really what's getting taken away until, like, the next two weeks when... Dude, I'm already fearing tonight. What am I going to watch tonight? Yeah, exactly. When people are watching reruns of Everybody Loves Raymond, like six hours during primetime or something, like I, s- I set aside my whole Saturday. Nobody's to watch nobody's going to do that. Please, please, folks, don't do that. <laughs> but would you prefer like no, Seinfeld? Nobody likes Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, what's Roseanne. what is going to be the big hit show on streaming services now that everybody has to watch TV? Hopefully, it's the get around. Stream every episode you've ever seen posted anywhere. Even the bad ones at the beginning? Ooh, yeah, you don't want to no. touch those. Yeah, I wasn't here for those, so it's okay. I, I'd love to listen back. But please, listen to our episodes while everybody's on lockdown. We have well over 100 and I think 20 or 130 different recordings and episodes Including here. Including the After Darks, yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and this not, special one. Yeah, and this our first emergency what broadcast. 116.5? Yeah, basically. I don't know what I'm going to call it. Thank you all for listening. I hope we have not scared you any further than anybody else, but please wash your hands, don't go out if you're sick, and stay safe and hope for the best. Exactly. Harrison said it best. Uh, Stop buying toilet paper. You have enough. Hand sanitizer doesn't kill the virus. Just wash your hands, and we'll all get through this together. Peace from the get around, and God bless.